and welcome to episode 20 of Flirty Thoughts with Choco, the podcast where it takes some time to appreciate the characters that bring some of our favorite manga, light novel, anime, and video game stories to life. treating you kindly so far. I took a week off work and got all the rest I could ask for. I finally bought Ring Fit as well during the Christmas shopping season and I'm really enjoying it. I think if you don't work out a lot or you work out moderately, it's a decent workout. I have been off my usual schedule of about 20 minutes a day for three weeks, but the moderate workout settings didn't have me on the floor. I always do feel energized when working out though. I never liked gym in school, so I never thought I was a workout, the exercise type person, but I actually really enjoy it. And with just 15 to 20 minutes, maybe four or five days out of the week, you will feel the difference. It wasn't obvious to me until my pants fit just a little less tight and those 60 hour work weeks didn't have me in agony. Every little bit helps. Consistency is key. I do it for mobility and aging more than for weight loss, but same thing, work your way up. On top of working out physically, I enjoy a mental workout as well. I like to do this with mystery games. This episode is focusing on specifically an escape room type of game. It's a point and click first person game and mostly voice acted, which is very surprising. I feel like a decent amount of times a lot of those types of games are not voice acted, but this one is pretty much completely voice acted. So. Let's talk Kotaro Uchikoshi's Lotus from 999, 9 hours, 9 persons, 9 doors. Nine 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 is similar to Danganronpa, but the characters are more widely separated by age and background. You start as the main character, Junpei, locked in a room on a ship that's suddenly taking on water. After escaping said room, Junpei discovers seven other people also trapped on the ship. Everyone shares a memory of this person in a gas mask before waking up there. A voice over the intercom tells them they have until 9 a.m. the next morning to escape or they will be going down with the ship. One of the people present refused to play along from the beginning. This is the woman called Lotus. Lotus wears a watch similar to the ones everyone else is wearing, but is given the number eight, hence Lotus. Her real name is Hazuki Kashiwabara. Upon seeing her, Junpei assumes she is a dancer, but she quickly says, no, I'm not. Lotus is a little bullheaded and strong-willed. She's no pushover, but can also come off a bit cold. We find out later that she is a mom and a former programmer. Lotus is the oldest of three ladies present and one of the more straightforward characters. Saying and suggesting things the others may have thought but hadn't dared to say. Lotus is voiced by Rie Tanaka in Japanese and Valerie Aram in English. Nine Hours, Nine Persons, Nine Doors first released in 2007, followed by Zero Escape Virtue's Last Reward in 2012, then Zero Time Dilemma released in 2016. All right, so what does Lotus do? It's said that 
she explained at some point that she is a programmer, but she obviously doesn't do that anymore. It's not a thing that she's actively doing, I don't believe, from the way that she said it. So I question, like, what does she do now? Like, what is her profession now? Because she looks very young. She doesn't look old enough to be retired or anything like that. So it begs the question, what does she do? The way that she reasons in the situations, it feels like she ain't coming from a logical, um, she's not coming at it logically. So, so while she may have been a programmer at one point, she definitely is not now. But going into my next point, why is she dressed the way that she's dressed if she isn't a dancer? Like, her clothing are not is not giving off any of what she may possibly do. She could be a dancer of some sort, but she's already denounced that, no, she's not a dancer. You can look up Lotus. Look up Lotus from 999, and you can see what I'm talking about. Her outfit is a lot to not have a purpose. She used to be a programmer. She's not a dancer now. So what is her outfit? I'm not hating on her outfit. Her outfit might be nice if it didn't like her boobs were just sitting and the top was just barely covering her. And her skirt or whatever she has going on in the bottom is sitting below like her her hip bones, like her the indents down there. So it's like, what is the purpose of this outfit? Because it's not it's kind of giving dancer of some sort. It looks very cultural, but she also has not explained what she is. Junpei asked if she was, she was a dancer, and she very quickly said, no, I'm not. And then at no point in time, I've played through the game twice. It's one of those games that you do have to play through the game several times to get all of the information. I've played through it twice so far, and I've been in two different situations with Lotus. And I still have no explanation as to what her outfit is. And I don't like it. Like, there's zero reason to dress her that way. And I'm not getting an explanation. She's just dressed like this. Everybody else is... Well, it's... Their dress fits their personality. But I'm feeling like Lotus is kind of isn't. That's the other thing. Like, it's not... It's not giving me anything. It's not really telling me anything about her. Like, looking at her, not once would I have thought... That she had kids somewhere. Not that she's supposed to look old or she's supposed to be frumpy and covered up if she had kids, but I'm just saying, like, it's not giving mom, it's not giving programmer, it's not giving me anything. She would have had to tell me that. And while I don't mind a contrast in the way that the character looks and what the character does, it just feels like her outfit is so extreme that I need an explanation for what she has going on and it and it still hasn't given way to anything that she is currently doing like when she was taken because they've all been kidnapped they've all been knocked out and brought to the ship that they're on where the game takes place like what was she doing prior to that the outfit isn't telling me any of it she hasn't said it's just a uniform don't worry about it like nothing she hasn't tried to cover up she's not like embarrassed by it all these strange men looking at her like she's fine with it. I feel like it's more of her personality. But ultimately, I would like to know what Lotus like does. 
And what does it have to do with the way that she's dressed? Because she's, her outfit is doing a lot to not give any context to the character. It's, it's doing too much to not give enough context. Like the outfit needs to be doing something other than showing off her body. For me, anyway, for me, like, oh, she's smart. So we're not worried about her looking like this because, oh, she's smart. She used to be a programmer. So her looking like this is a nice contrast between her being really intelligent and her being dressed like this. And I'm just like, no, no, it's it's not a pass at all. Like, I still need an explanation for this outfit. Like, it's like that. It's bothering me like that because it's just doing way too much. The outfit's doing too much. Like, if her character art, if her character art was just like that, that would be one thing. But no, that's that's how she is in every one of her little frames. Because another cool thing about the game is that there are still pictures, but then they also have like small, slight animations for when the characters are on screen. It's really nice. Like, the game is very nicely detailed. Like, I like these things, which is also probably why I'm expecting some kind of explanation for this chick's outfit. It's my least it's my least favorite thing about the game, if we're going to be honest. It's, it's my least favorite thing. And I could like her, but her outfit needs an example, like, an explanation. I need to know. Like, what is the purpose of this woman being dressed like that if she's so smart? Like, what, what are we doing? Not that she can't be smart and be dressed like that. But I just, like I keep saying, I need the outfit to have a purpose because it's not giving anything right now. It's not telling me about her. It's not really telling me about her personality because her personality feels like she wouldn't be dressed like that, I would think. But kind of on the same vein, I'm curious as to why Seven is calling her a grandma when she looks nothing like a grandma at all. She's not dressed like a grandma. She doesn't talk like a grandma. And she looks very youthful in the face. Is like, like, what is his thing with calling her grandma? There's nothing grandma-like about her at all. Like, not at all. I guess I could just chop it up to him being a jerk and trying to get on her nerves. Because maybe he just doesn't like her personality, which honestly, I kind of don't either. I don't know. Like, I'm not sure. I feel like I just need to give her some more time. And an explanation for all of these things will come up and I'll be able to move on. But him not liking her to the point of calling her a grandma is crazy. And I have I feel like it's just because she's the oldest woman there. It's not necessarily because she looks like a grandma or she acts like a grandma, but it's because she's the oldest woman there. Like I said, there are three ladies and one is a teenager. Like one is like really young. And then the other is college age. College age or probably like just out of college like she's also young but she's not like teenager young like the other girl is and then everybody else in the game is a guy so maybe that's why he's referring to her as grandma but I'm just I'm just confused like what what is that and then she gets so upset when he does call her grandma and girl you know you don't look like a grandma like why are you even why are you even feeding into him like why are you feeding into this it, there's there's no need for this. You know full well you don't look like a grandma. That's probably why you're wearing what you're wearing. But you know, to each his own. Uh, she can act how she wants to act. But like, 
I'm just curious what is drawing this out of him. Or maybe he had the same impression that I had of her, where maybe she's just the type of person that likes to draw conflict. Because what happens like right at the beginning of the game, which is also my next point, she wasted a lot of time at the start of the game. She wasted time at the start of the game. It's like, why? Okay, so we find out that we have until like nine o'clock or something like that the next morning and it is already what 12 a.m 1 a.m i think it was like 11 12 a.m where they find out and then the clock chimes they're like oh we have this many hours to get through everything and everybody else is trying to make a decision on where to go what to do how do they proceed And she is standing up there saying she's not doing any of that. She's not going anywhere. She's not playing into this game. And I feel like they spent way too much time talking about what they will or will not do as opposed to moving and getting something done because they don't have a lot of time. And the ship is already taking on water. So that part is not a lie. This is not a game. They could have died in those rooms that they hadn't managed to get out or whatever. Or at least we know Junpei could have. Because the other people, Junpei comes from from further down into the ship and comes up. Everybody else we see is coming down from the upper parts of the ship. So, as far as we know, this man is not playing around and we could really die here. So, I don't know what everybody else went through. I think they were locked in the room and they had to find their way out. But if nothing else, we know this man is not playing. We also all remember when we stopped and took a second to think that we all had the same experience of a strange person appearing near us. We all pass out and then we're here. We've been kidnapped. This is not a game. We're, this is not playing around. This man will kill us. And if that wasn't enough, what happens with one of the people that lost their minds and was trying to force their way out being stupid it's this is at the beginning of the game so it's not necessarily a spoiler like he's gone quick he ends up dead because he didn't follow the rules which were easily like they were explained to you um or they were easy to figure out and i think they were explained to them so he doesn't follow the rules he ends up dead okay so we're not we for real we're not playing around this is not a game y'all need to figure out what you're going to do and get moving because if you don't get out of here by the time that timer starts we're dead for real this is not practice this is not a simulation this is real and we wasted time but this chick over here so someone she won't do she's not playing into his hands that's exactly what he wants us to do and honestly i never like characters like this anyway we're in a situation where we have zero control and there's a crazy person telling us that we will die if you don't do this or that and they have shown us that this is real and they're not playing. We will indeed actually die. Why are we wasting time talking about playing into their hands? We're on their turf. This is not happening at home. This is not happening out in a public place. This is happening in an enclosed environment. We don't know where we are. We don't know where that person is, but they know where we are. They have a time limit on us. They put these strange devices on us that we have now seen can indeed kill you like can't get dead nothing left splatters on the wall and we was worried about playing in the people's hands we were worried about going along with what they want we have to go along with what they want 
In fact, while we're doing that, we could be making up a plan, but we got to be moving forward. We got to be moving forward, though. We can go into the doors and then be solving whatever little puzzles and mysteries to get out while also plotting, if we can come up with anything, a way to fight back. But standing there talking, wasting time and not moving anywhere at all, absolutely not. So I wouldn't be surprised if that's why he was calling her grandma, because you see that she's the type to waste time like that. And then later on in the game, there's a chance where he calls her grandma and she gets upset and they actually start to like fight and tussle. Even though they don't show it on the game, you can still like hear them arguing and whatnot. And it was around that time that she makes a suggestion of sacrificing someone and they have to make that decision. And it seems like such a bad decision, yada, yada, yada. That's the one time I did agree with her. But to be somebody willing to risk it like that, once you're in, you're all in. But when you're not, you're not. And you're going to fight and fuss and argue to not be in it when none of this is in our control whatsoever. I don't like that. I don't like that. I need you to be logical all the way through. She's smart. Yeah, but we're all scared. We don't know what's going on. I mean, us to try to put our brains together. You can't be a single separate person out, especially if this is going to be like a team thing. You need to get it together quick. Everybody else said, okay, let's go. She said, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not doing anything. That wasn't useful. And I feel like they wasted a whole bunch of time playing around with this lady because she didn't want to go somewhere. And she had, we have pretty much zero control in this situation, like I said. But um, yeah, I assume that's why he was calling her grandma because she was being a nuisance more than anything and upsetting people and we can't work together. Basically, she was, I feel like, at times playing the devil's advocate, but the things that she was suggesting, although were difficult, were things that kind of needed to happen. Except for that one thing she, she suggested. The game is from 2007. Like, I'd assume, you know, I was going to play it. They played it. It's come out on a 3DS. Uh, it's available on Steam. So, you know, I'd assume anybody who wants to play it has played it. But still, I'll try to, you know, keep it quiet for, you know, not tell too much in case somebody does want to actually play the game if you haven't heard of it. Alright, so that's, that's where we are with um, Lotus. Okay, for her archetypes. Um, I have complicated past. A character with a complicated past that makes their motivations and allegiance unknown and mysterious. Now, to be honest, I the only thing that we know about Lotus's past, the only thing that I know about Lotus's past so far is that she had kids and those kids got caught up in something and they disappeared and she couldn't find them and all these things and that she used to work um, as a programmer. Those are the only things that we know about her. Again, we don't know why she's dressed like that. Again, we don't know what she was doing prior to this. Honestly, nobody's told anybody what they were doing prior to this. So really, nobody knows what anybody does. But, you know, we learned a little bit about her. But I feel like her motivations do seem, I don't know, everything does seem very mysterious about her. Honestly, it's mysterious about everybody else. I just think I'm so hyper-focused on her because of her outfit. It needs an explanation. Like, that's a key takeaway from this episode. 
Lotus's outfit needs an explanation. And I hope I get it by the end of this friggin' game. If y'all gonna make me play through it over and over and over again, and I cannot skip the beginning, I need an explanation for her outfit. Like, but really, her past does seem a little complicated because there's probably other thing, other things that she's not telling us. So that's why I gave her that, the complicated past. And honestly, I don't think the archetypes really fit for her. I don't think this archetype really fits for her too much, like vaguely it does. But maybe that's because we're still working with the game. So I might not have a full picture of her character yet. But for now, she has just the complicated past archetype. I went through that list twice. None, nothing else seemed to fit for her, from what I know of her so far. All right, love them or hate them. All right, let's start with the overview. Lotus, aka Hazuki Kashiwabara, is a character that I still have some questions about. She used to work for a tech company and is a mom of two small children, which connects her to Seven's story. For me, it hasn't made me look at her any differently. It hasn't, not really. Final thoughts? I kind of don't care for Lotus. I don't love or hate her. It's pretty much up in the air. Like I said, I feel like I could potentially like her, but I don't, I don't know. I want to assume there will be more revealed about her character, but for now, I don't really care for her either way. Well, that's all I've got for this character. You can keep up with me on X at ChocoVixie. There you can find links to my website and my books. I'm also on Instagram at FlirtyThoughts. And you can email me with thoughts and opinions at FlirtyThoughts at gmail.com. With that said, I hope you all have a nice day, evening, night, whenever you're listening. And I'll catch you all later. Bye-bye.